0: Following is a presentation of Main Street Media, your source for news, sports, and information on Main Street in Middle Tennessee. It's time for Casey's Take on Sports, presented by Dixon Medical Associates. Here with a man who always has a take, your host, Casey Patrick. Good morning, how are y'all doing? I know it's getting hot outside. I hope uh, hope everybody had a good weekend. Of course, uh, Monday was Memorial Day, so uh, a day to think about everybody that has passed away um, and was a uh, service member, so... Uh, a, a lot of things to be uh, thankful for uh, over the past few days, but um, it's getting warm outside. I hope I hope everybody's got their sunscreen. It's getting hot. I know everybody's going to spend a lot of time outside, but uh, we got some sports to talk about. So our first take is going to be, uh, it's Warriors versus Celtics, but I, I'm going to take Warriors in six. Second take, we're going to get into the Vols or SEC champions third take uh coaches uh, ncaa football coaches against the nil and then of course we're going to finish it off with some high school sports not a lot of high school sports going on but that's what we're going to finish it off with so uh y'all stay here with us and uh, let's get on into the uh, first take <clears throat> uh when i was uh when I was setting up what I wanted to talk about this morning, um, I uh, I was originally just going to do Warriors versus Celtics. And the more I thought about it, uh, the more I, I kind of just figured it would be Warriors and six. Um, and to be quite honest, my first thought was Warriors and five. So if you're a Celtics fan, I think I'm being generous. Um, Now, I don't. I don't have a rooting interest. I'm I, I was a bandwagon fan a few years ago for the Warriors, but I haven't really watched them much since. But um I mean, y'all know I love Grant Williams. I mean, I, I don't have anything against the Celtics, but I just uh I don't think they'll be able to beat the Warriors. And uh before I go on, there's another thing too and I don't know if any of y'all have seen this, but I think it's on Instagram. There's this little dog and somebody sets up these um like trash basket or, or uh, waste baskets or whatever, and and one of them I have uh, one team on them, and the other basket has the other team on them, and and they throw this little, I don't know, this little, it's a like a fake plastic basketball, and the dog jumps up and he hits it, and the ball bounces off the wall or whatever into one of these trash baskets, and and um, and I, you gotta watch it. It's hard to explain, but it's really cool. Just. Uh, just take my word for it anyway uh the dog made it into the uh he 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 just bumped the ball into the i think it was the warriors basket four times and the celtics baskets two times so uh, even the dog agrees with me um but to actually talk about basketball and to get into it i wanted to bring that up i know that was awful but i had to say something about that because it is fun to watch but to actually get to the basketball part of it I think the Celtics are a fantastic basketball team. I think they're. I think they're extremely talented. I, I mean, I like Tatum. I like uh, Jalen Brown's a heck of a basketball player. I love Grant Williams. Um, Robert Williams is one of the best defenders in the entire league. The Celtics can play basketball, but the Warriors have been here. Um, they don't have Kevin Durant anymore, but they, they, they've, they've been here. Clay is he shows signs of being, you know, 2017 Clay. I think I think the Warriors are just they're much more experienced. I think they're better. I, I think they have more physical talent. I think Tatum is probably the best player when he stepped on the court. But um I I think experience is something to be said because not a lot of teams get to this point in the season and excuse me, the warriors have been there a lot and that's a really good basketball team. And all they seem to do is win when their guys are out there and healthy. So, uh, again, like I say, I, I, I'm going to take warriors in six. I think the Celtics could win this series. I would not be surprised if the Celtics win, but I'm going to take the warriors to win only because of experience. Now, um I do I would love to see Grant get a ring. I would love to see Grant get a ring. And and I and I'd love to see Twitter uh as he blows up and gets his ring. Um it's it of course, y'all know I follow a lot of volunteer fans. So um just getting to see what they think about him winning and stuff like that. It's just fun to keep up with. But if I had to bet, I'd take the Warriors. Now that's gonna be it for my first take. And we're gonna do a little uh we're gonna do a little promo read for you. And, uh, of course, Casey's Take. Uh, it, we're we're happy to have DMA as a sponsor for us. But uh, Casey's Take is brought to you by DMA Orthopedics and Dr. Anthony Tropiano. Dr. Anthony Tropiano provides patients with prompt, effective treatment using the best technology available and in a manner that is compassionate and understanding of their needs. Dr. Tropiano is a board-certified orthopedic surgeon. Call 615-441-4522 today. That's 615-441-4522 today where's the number there we go give them a call here at Dixon Medical Associates we've got you covered from neck to toe our orthopedics team offers services in sports medicine foot and ankle reconstruction spinal surgery and more we also have in-house imaging and physical therapy Dixon Medical Associates. We specialize in what moves you. A game without a crowd is just a scrimmage. A performance without an audience is just a rehearsal. Without your presence, high school sports and the performing arts aren't possible. Ensure that these essential extracurricular activities continue to enrich the lives of students in Tennessee. Purchase a ticket to your local high school's game or performance. This message presented by the TSSAA. Now here's my second take. And I probably should have started the show off with this because I might have a little bit more energy for this one. The Vols are SEC champion For the second time in just a few months as well, which, of course, I, and anybody that hadn't been living under a rock, you've, you've seen the the basketball championship and now the baseball championship. Tennessee won both in, in the tournament. Um, I think it's a huge moment, not just – not just because it's it's a championship and not just because it shows the, the entire athletic department getting better. I I think it's just, for me, what you see is the, the last 20, 25 years. I don't want to say 25. The last 15 years for most of these sports have been, uh, up until recently, for most of these sports have been kind of rough. Now the last few years as a Vols fan, um, if you take football out of the equation, um, they've been extremely successful, and they've been a lot of fun to watch in all the different sports. and And the girls' basketball team's going to be back next year with uh, the type of talent that can go to a Final Four, or Elite Eight. Um, even I mean, even the soccer team didn't they win like a didn't they win a region champ or some kind of some kind of deal? Um uh, it, it seems like athletics all across the board, in, in Knoxville are on the rise. Or, I mean, if you're Tennessee baseball, I, I don't. You can't. I don't know if you can rise anymore. I mean, they're, they are the most dominant team in college baseball right now. Now, I, I, I'm not going to sit here and have a conversation over who may or may not be the best team of all time. I, I don't really care about that. That some 1980s Omaha team. I don't care. I, I don't care about any of that. What I care about is the 2020 to. Tennessee volunteer baseball team, and they're pretty darn good. They're really fun to watch. They do a lot of things really well. Um, they play defense really well, and, and that's something that sometimes it kind of goes forgotten. You think about these really great teams that are fun to watch. You you got a you got some great arms. You got some power bats. You got some guys at the top of the lineup get on base. These guys play defense too. There are some guys uh, like I think it was Stevenson uh, earlier this week, Seth Stevenson. He hit a ball like 440 foot. I mean, it just jumped off his bat. I get they're using BB core bats, whatever. It's not wood. I don't care what these guys can do. Jarrell Ortega, his OPS is over like 1,100 this year. That's insane. He's a second baseman, and he bats, I think, sixth in the lineup. Uh, Luke Lipsius, he he gets a stolen base every other game, and and he's the first baseman. These guys are just breaking the mold. And, you know, Drew Gilbert winning tournament MVP, the home run, the bat flip, all of it. Uh, and and these these pitchers, Chase Dollander was named SEC Pitcher of the Year. And uh, he's he's drawn a few comparisons to Jacob DeGrom, which is really neat because as a Braves fan, I've been watching DeGrom dominate for the past five or six seasons. I know he's been playing more than that, but the last five or six years he's been Probably, when healthy, definitely one of the best pitchers in baseball. So, uh, if if you're mentioned in the same sentence with him, uh th- that's pretty good. But um watching those guys, it, Tennessee never trailed. They never trailed. They 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 were only tied for I think seven seven innings throughout the entire tournament, and that's mainly zero to zero tie when the game starts. That's nuts. I mean. Mathematically, that almost doesn't even seem very plausible. Like the odds of that happening don't really seem all that high. Um, so, Tennessee being able to go out there and continue to dominate, uh, you know, and, and I know, listen, I know what matters is in Omaha, and there are going to be Vanderbilt fans that watch this. They're going to talk about their national championships. I don't care about your national championships. What I care about is the fact that I'm a Tennessee fan. And way too many times as a Tennessee fan, I've seen teams that wear the big orange T on them fall apart when it matters or play like crap the entire year anyway. And this team has just been relentless the entire time. I know they lost a series to Kentucky in the middle of the year. Kentucky's not an awful baseball team as much as it just pains me to say that. Um, Kentucky, I don't know if they got in the tournament or not, but they should have if they didn't. But other than that, Tennessee has not lost a series all year long. They never trailed in the tournament, outscored their opponents a gazillion to like seven or whatever it was. It's just really fun as a Tennessee fan to, I don't want to say expect, because as a Tennessee fan, you have to expect the unexpected. But it's really been fun to have a team that feels like you can kind of depend on them. You, you, you know when you're going to turn the TV on, you're going to see a baseball game. You're going to see a good team play good play good baseball. And and don't get me wrong, that doesn't mean win every time. There's a lot of really good teams out there, especially in the SEC. Uh, there's good teams everywhere in both divisions. Uh, even the bad baseball teams are still better than 98% of the teams in the country. They just play in the SEC where everybody else is really good. So Tennessee's not, I, they're not gonna win every game. I didn't think they were going to win every game. They tried to. I mean, they were close. I think they're 53 and 7 now or something. But um, I, every single game I feel like that, that I've been able lucky enough to be able to watch, Tennessee has played a, a pretty good game. Even the ones that they may have lost, they still pitched well. the, the relief, the relief pitching wasn't bad. The bats may have, you know, got a little stingy here and there. Um, but it's – I you can't bat 400 all year long. You just can't. Uh, you know, it, but Tennessee, more times than not, has went out there and, and they played really good baseball. And and that's something that, as a Braves fan, is, is quite frankly fun to watch because the Braves, if you're a Braves fan, just don't watch them right now. <laughs> I mean, just don't watch them. that's what snicker was talking about last night in the postgame presser he said he said we just can't play baseball like this and win well no crap brian Uh, good job coach um i didn't know it took a engineer to figure that out but uh regardless i'm not going to talk about the braves We're, we're not we don't have enough time to get depressed this morning um but uh hey balls are sec champs and we're going to go ahead and we're going to get into my uh we're going to get into my third take we're going to talk about coaches versus the uh, nil so stay right here um this is more or less just because I'm. I'm gonna be really honest. I was trying to think of a third thing to talk about, and it wasn't gonna be the Titans, and I didn't really want to talk football because it's it's all OTAs and who was I, I think one thing I I was thinking about talking about was uh which coach was it I think it was the San Francisco coach. He threw a little uh no it was Lafleur it was the Packers coach he was mad because. Uh, All the veterans didn't show up to volunteer – voluntary workouts or the OTAs, whatever you want to call them. Um, I I didn't want to talk about that either because we've got plenty of time to talk NFL. It's going to be the summer. There's not a whole lot going on other than baseball. So uh, what I did want to talk about, Shane Beamer – Shane Beamer said something about uh, the NIL has become pay-to-play. Now, before I get too far into this, I'm going to say a few things. And here's how I feel. If you don't think I'm right, I don't care. Follow me at CVP51. Tell me I'm wrong. Everybody else does too. Get it on the act. It's fun. Um, I But the NIL is completely chaotic right now. I, I get the fact that there probably needs to be some sort of uh, – there needs to be rules put in place. The problem is I don't want the NCAA to do the rules, right? The, the, the NCAA is one of the most money-hungry, greedy organizations that has ever existed. They have done nothing but screw kids since their first opportunity to do so. And the fact that these coaches want to be uh, second in line to be like, oh, I, I don't like this, blah, 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 blah. you're talking about amateurs, professionals. Shut up. It, it, Beamer's another one of the coaches that just left one program to go to another for more money. And sure, it's a better program. It's a step up. Great for him. So I, my issue is everybody seems to be mad with the kids that they're making money, not how they're making the money. Uh, now, the smart people, you'll see them say, oh, this has become chaotic and it shouldn't be pay to play. And that's their nice uh, – uh, what's the word? I don't know. That That's their way of putting it, that they don't like the fact that these kids are making money. Now, I, I don't think an 18-year-old should be making Two million dollars a year, I. But I also don't want to pot me kettle. I I, I don't want to listen to these coaches that have been doing this for years. It tell everybody else how bad the kids are because they're taking money. Shut up and get over yourself. There's there definitely should be rules. It should not be like it should be not it, it should not be the way it is. And there should be things that are put in place to keep things from happening where you're giving kids an unresponsible amount of money. But quite frankly, I don't want to listen to coaches tell me what they think anymore. I I I don't. Especially after after Nick Saban, what was it last year? Was he was bragging about how oh Bryce Young's gonna make seven figures this year, you know, and he he thought he was all sly and cute when he said that on TV. Well, now you got other players making pretty good money for other schools, and oh, it's become a problem. You can't hide behind your little Dodge Charger dealership. Shut up! It, 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 my my issue is these old folks that already have a lot of money complaining about kids that are making a few extra dollars. Don't get me wrong. I know. I know there are some kids out there that are going to make an absurd amount of money, and and there definitely needs to be something put in place to where these kids don't put themselves in bad situations with the money. I agree with that wholeheartedly. There there probably should be a little bit of rules here and there. There should definitely be financial help for these kids. And when I say that, I mean like financial planners, people to help them learn how to use their money. Maybe that should be a class they have to take. If, if you're making uh, NIL money, then maybe you should have to take an additional course in college to show you how to use your money. Uh, Maybe that's a rule right there you could use, but having people sit here and tell you that it's wrong that you're making money. I, it's like everybody wants to be capitalism in this country until something they don't like. And now all of a sudden you got a bunch of communists, right? That's not how this works. If you're going to make money, you ought to be okay with everybody else making money. These kids are putting their bodies on the line more than anybody else. It's Sure. These, these coaches, they have a lot on the line as well, too. A bad season. They may never be a coach again. If you coach that poorly, probably shouldn't be a coach. But these kids are going out there and they're actually putting their body on the line. So the fact that you have all these other people that are saying, ah, I don't like it. And and, you know, what really bothers me is these old folks on Facebook. And I, and I say old and I mean it. And, and, and I, I don't mean to be discriminatory, but it, it's always older folks. They want to throw it a little hissy fit and they'll say something like, oh, well, these kids should just be happy. They're getting a college education. No, no, they really shouldn't. Uh, has anybody ever seen the brain damage that some of these players go through? Have you seen the stories of some kids who they get they're paralyzed in a football game because they go to make a tackle? And those kids, this was before the NIL. A lot of them weren't making a single dime, and now you have some kids that they're they're going to grow up, they're going to have concussion issues, they're going to have brain injury issues. Uh, other kids that are going to be hurt for the rest of their life. I would hate to be an Alabama offensive lineman. Your knees are never right again. That's part of the problem in their draft inspection. But I, I went way too far. I went over my time limit on that. I had to say all that. I had to get that off. Plus, we don't have a lot of high school sports, so that'll be fine. Um, but we're going to go ahead and we're going to go to our second break before our vein or have a stroke. So, thank you. At Dixon Medical Associates, your health is our number one priority. With over 40 providers, our goal is to bring excellent, convenient, and comprehensive medical care to our community. Dixon Medical Associates, a destination for care. Now, and don't forget, look down low right there at DMA Casey's Tape. It's brought to you by DMA Orthopedics and Dr. Anthony Tropiano. Dr. Anthony Tropiano provides patients with prompt, effective treatment using the best technology available and in a manner that is compassionate and understanding of their needs. Dr. Tropiano is a board certified orthopedic surgeon. Call 615 441 4522 today. That's 615 441 4522. Yeah, I'm getting better at that. I'm getting better at that. I need to. I need to memorize it. That'd be pretty cool, wouldn't it? If I if I don't look away, I know y'all can tell I'm looking away. But listen, you're getting a lot of sports knowledge in these shows. I, I'm not good at everything. I'll get better at it. Uh, but uh, before we get too far into the high school sports, I got to bring something up. I got a buddy of mine bowls on. Uh, he bowls on Wednesday night league. His name's Brent Johnson. And um, about a month or two ago, he asked me. He said. Duh, you, you know i'm a georgia football fan i said yes sir and he said well, well why don't you give uh, me and uh, coach john patterson a, a shout out on your show because because we love the show and of course our, our bulldogs won a national championship i told him i said all right all right i think about it well brent coach patterson here's your shout out i'm not gonna shout out the bulldogs because i hate them i hate the university of georgia and i don't care anything about georgia unless it's atlanta baseball uh, but I'll give you your shout out, Brent and, uh, coach Patterson. Uh, I hope you're enjoying the show today. Um, but, uh, to heck with Georgia and I'd, I'd have said other words too, but this is a family show, <laughs> but, uh, anyway, there's, there's your, there's your, uh, your shout out. So I, I don't, I don't be mad at me. He told me it was rude last time he saw me because I had. Done again, not as rude, <laughs> but we're going to talk a little high school sports. Of course, spring fling was last week. Um, there's um, uh, we should have everything in last week's paper with all the kids that participated at the uh, state tournament. Uh, had a tennis doubles duo there for uh Creekwood and two um track and field athletes for Creekwood, had a track and field athlete for Harpeth, uh, two track and field athletes for Cheatham County Central. I know. Oh, and Harpeth Soccer. Harpeth Soccer, which that was – I, I got to tell you, I only got a few minutes, but I'm going to tell you a little bit about that game. Harpeth Soccer lost to Merrill Hyde in the quarterfinals of the TWSAA State Tournament. And I don't know if I've ever seen a better soccer game uh, ever, on TV or in person, which, of course, I know I don't watch a lot of soccer on TV. Um, but watching the game in person, I mean, it, it was – Merrill Hyde scored first off of an own goal. Harpeth was able to tie it. Merrill Hyde, Merrill Hyde, scored at the end of the first half, and then Harpeth scored the only goal in the second half. So they went to overtime, played two overtime periods, and nobody scored. And then went to a shootout. And I'm, I'm just gonna tell you right now that was, that was, uh, yeah, it got, it got me pumped up. I mean, my, my blood was flowing watching that. I, I really, I really enjoyed watching that shootout. I hated that uh, Harpeth came out on, on bottom of that. Um, nobody really deserved to lose that game, and both coaches told me that um i forget the merrill high coach i forget his name right now but um harpeth coach lou jenkins i talked to him after the game and and um he was he, he was kind of let down that they lost but that experience of getting to the state tournament and and i told him i said once you get it once man it's it's like a you get a taste of it you want to be back every year and i think they might be back next year they got a heck of a team but um Moving forward, there's just really not a lot going on other than football. Uh, we're going to have a lot of uh, – especially I, I know a lot more of the camps in Dixon. Um, there's a lot of camps going on. Uh, later this week, I'm going to go visit Dixon County High School. Uh, coach Aaron Webb, the the Lady uh, Cougars basketball coach, she's having a special needs uh, camp over there, which I believe began 10 o'clock this morning and goes through the rest of this week. And then they're going to have uh, their annual Lady Cougar basketball camp um, camp and that's going to be next week so we're going to have some photos of both of those camps uh in the dixon post um everybody and their mother's having a camp it, i mean you could probably find a underwater basket weaving camp somewhere uh if, if if you want to get your kid out of the house you don't want to find a babysitter you can find something to go do uh there's a million things to do uh, especially in dixon like i said uh, i don't really know a lot about cheatham but um i'm sure there's something out there for those kids as well so uh, just keep your eyes out. There's going to be something to do. But um, the one thing that is coming up, is football. It is football time right now. And and I feel God awful for those kids out there running around right now. It is at least 90 degrees. The humidity is like 147%. I don't know if that's real or not. I exaggerated that. But y'all know how hot it is outside. Uh, the humidity is like trying to breathe when it's hot outside and there's already a blanket on top of you. Um, but – Uh, Hopefully uh, everybody stays safe out there this summer Everybody stays cooled down Because it's going to be hot But uh, y'all football is right around the corner Football is right around the corner I can't wait Middle school, high school, college Professional, all of it I'm ready to watch some football And I know y'all are too But uh, thank y'all for watching the show Uh, Brent, congratulations on your shout out And Coach Patterson Uh, But uh, y'all make sure to come back And check me out next week and, and follow me or not. I don't really care. I think I'm just supposed to say at CVP five and one on Twitter. You can follow me or not. I, it doesn't matter. But if you want to follow me on there, give me a hard time. Uh, but um, like I said, y'all stay safe out there. Stay cool and uh, come back next week. Check out the show. Have a good evening.